tax planning is a proactive approach to managing taxes or the tax liability. Instead of just waiting for tax season, you're taking the bull by the horns. It allows you to take steps throughout the year to minimize your taxes that you know are coming. And it may not be just for this year, but it could be for the rest of your life. And especially for retirees, now is a great time to do that. Tax preparation is all you're doing is taking whatever you did in the prior year and reporting it to the IRS. When it comes to tax prep versus tax planning, who will win? Ah, simple. Hands down, tax planning. Your host, Josh, is showing us a difference in collecting all the information we need to file our taxes every year, which is a short-term nuisance, and positioning ourselves to minimize what we actually owe come April 15th, which is a long-term proposition. As we've mentioned hundreds of times in this show... It comes down to you creating a proactive strategy. Specifically, in this episode, we're talking about a strategy around investing, drawing down, and managing all of those assets. Find out how IRAs and 529s and HSAs and 401ks and the entire alphabet soup are part of a holistic, tax-savvy vision of your future. We go pretty deep in this episode, and sometimes things get a little complex. But don't worry, as always, we end on a light and fluffy note. This time, you'll hear all about how my uh, pizza ordering skills can come in real handy at your next party. This is the Retirement Equals Freedom Podcast. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner of FSR Wealth Strategies. And Josh, for the last 20 plus years, has been helping find folks like you gain the confidence to make retirement the best part of your life. And me, who the heck am I? Ah, thanks for asking. I'm Dave, Josh's longtime friend, co-host of the show, and a huge fan of the new macadamia nut cream cold brew at Starbucks. Oh man, it's delicious. All right, all right. Yeah, I've been talking long enough. I get it. So now, let me, let you, let me end this introduction so we can talk about tax prep versus tax planning. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. coffee when is the new spartless not live but the um, documentary documentary i think it's coming out soon it's getting released may 23rd it's the same day they're announcing it it's no longer hbo max it's just max ah that's like their first headlining show that's kind of cool yeah i'm pumped missy and i have gotten into documentaries recently you know we don't watch much tv yeah in or or anything really yeah, right and you make fun of us cooking shows uh we watch cooking shows a lot of them competition cooking shows but documentaries are something we've gotten into we've watched some fun ones and i'm not i'm not an artsy person as you know i mean you were the artsy one in our relationship rumor has it but we've enjoyed <laughs> so far we've watched britney spears and we've watched the billy eilish uh documentaries outstanding okay but the lady gaga yeah. documentary is out of this world good. 
Why? What, what sets that apart? I feel like it really gets into her life in a very authentic way mm. because I think she has such an amazing voice. Mm. I mean, unlike you and I who sound like we, you know, we're dragging our vocal cords through gravel. This is where I say speak for yourself, but carry on. Yeah, but uh, her voice is so incredible, but I feel like she does such weird, awkward things, you know, at award shows with that meat dress and stuff. <laughs> But it really puts her in perspective. It really kind of opens you up into seeing her point of view and her everything. It's really, it, it, I really enjoyed it. In fact, Missy and I have said that one of the things on our bucket list is to see a live concert of hers. So we've, we've not yet to do it. She's a gem. I've always loved the Gogs. Did you learn her real name? I'm sure I did, but I yeah. don't remember it. What's her real name? So, I don't know. I was asking oh. you. But yeah, you guys are like watching documentaries while sipping on wine and having some cheese snacks <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, Carl and I watch documentaries. I'm having a bowl of cereal and whatever. <laughs> you had a big weekend. Your your wife left you for the weekend. Yeah, she likes to abandon us. And uh, well, if you listen to any of our episodes, you kind of get why. I'm kind of <laughs> annoying. But uh, yeah, she headed down to Lake Ozarks with some buddies. And so it was boys weekend for Landon and I. You don't have that very often. We don't. And it was awesome. Now, you have three kids of your own. And I think you can attest to this. Parenting is just a lot simpler when it's just dad and the kids. <laughs> oh, my wife and I talk about this all the time. You subtract one person from the equation. It doesn't matter which one person, her or I, or even one of the children. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like, God, this is easy. <laughs> you kind of had a miserable weather weekend. I mean, he's such an athlete, loves to be outside and do all that stuff. I mean, it was so miserable. He probably just wanted to hang out inside. We found time. As soon as it cleared up on Saturday, him and I went out and shot basketball for like, 30 minutes. Uh, he smoked me in pig twice because he's <laughs> legit good. He played baseball through the hail on Sunday. Oh. It was like hail and it was sunny and rain and windy then sunny. And he was up to bat right when it started hailing. And we all kind of looked at the umpire who's like a high school kid. We're like, don't you dare cancel this. And Landon got a hit through the hail. It was so impressive. He was not phased at all. That's pretty cool. It was cool. Saturday here rained from like 1030 through one o'clock mm -hmm. and it was a miserable cold like 40 degree rain yeah. it was awful oh it's beautiful I was outside at soccer fields the entire time and from <laughs> 12 to 1 I was coaching so I couldn't have an umbrella or anything and I'm running up and down the field it was the worst soccer experience in fact if I can find the picture one of the our teammates moms took a picture of Alex and I in the frame together and we're on the field, and it looks like a dripping wet Sasquatch. And like <laughs> Alex just looks miserable. It was pretty wet and cold. That's wet and cold. You know what is can also be wet and cold? The snout of a golden retriever. Yeah, that's actually true. We have a golden doodle, but I'll give you. I mean, you, you've had golden retrievers growing up. Mm -hmm. So a podcast that is inspired by the kids' books, Who Would Win or Who Will Win? And Landon has about 30 of these on his bookshelf. Uh, I think we have the same. In fact, I last weekend, I did read Ultimate Bug Rumble. Yes. Who would win? Yes. And for those of you that haven't been able to read children's books in the last few years, these Who Would Win series is hot. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they take animals that are out there and they say, if they fought, who would win? And they take a few of them. So like, there's some in-depth ones. They'd be like, tiger versus lion and they would talk about the tiger and they talk about the lion in the last few pages they'd make them fight and they'd mm -hmm. come up with a, with a hypothetical outcome mm -hmm. uh, but then as they've advanced they now have like tournament style <laughs> where they'll be like 
four rounds of, you know, there's 16 animals come in. Who's going to win? And mm -hmm. it was like the final one was like Hornet versus, I don't remember who yes. it was, but Hornet wins. I know Hornet won the whole thing. They're great. And it's, it's funny. It's because usually an animal or a bug ends up dying at the end, but it's not gruesome. And it's still like teaching kids like, yeah, survival of the fittest, man. Yeah. And <laughs> the kids freaking love it, they but they it. learn a lot about the bugs. They'd oh, be yeah. like, well, yeah, did you know that a bee will lose its stinger in human skin, but a hornet will not because it has a more flexible stinger. Like, it's just like, now they're spouting this off at breakfast. Oh, totally. And there's one, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's scorpion versus tarantula. And there's pictures of like kids in, you know, Africa eating buckets of like fried scorpions. And it grosses me out and Landon knows this. So I'll be randomly sitting there having a snack and he'll run up and he'll shove the picture in my face. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you are just like me. <laughs> I would have so done that to my dad. So, totally. So that being said, I am thrilled to see the title of today's show, Josh. And what are we doing here? Well, this one comes to us from Aaron. We finished tax season here in the office, and we don't do tax returns for a lot of people anymore, but we still do a few tax returns. Hashtag tax nerd. Because taxes are important. Mm -hmm. And so the whole season it kind of wrapped up, and everyone's thinking about taxes, and she says to me, she goes, you know what, your next podcast should do on the importance of tax planning mm -hmm. versus tax preparation. Mm -hmm. What's more important? Ooh. And I said, well, that sounds like a who would win book. <laughs> Scorpion versus tarantula. That's how it happened? Yeah. That's how it came about? It was. Tax planning versus tax preparation. Because she has a kid the same age as our kids. Sure. So, But no, it was Aaron's idea and uh, the who would win concept of tax planning versus tax preparation. Everyone gets concerned about tax preparation. Now, let me define what these two things are. Tax preparation is what happens in February, March, and April. So, in January and early February, you start getting all your documents. You get your W-2s and your 1099s and your 1098s and all the mm. fun stuff that looks really official. Your 403Bs. Well, yeah, no. No, 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 <laughs> no. no, no. Just no. First number I could come up with. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, same thing. It's a, it's sure. a code. Okay. You get these and you, you either do it on TurboTax or you bring it to your accountant or H&R Block or somewhere and you go through this process, this annual you know, ritual of preparing your tax return. It's a giant pain in the butt. Mm. People think this is hard to do. And it is. It's not the easiest thing. The IRS makes it complicated. Um, but that's tax preparation. And what you're doing is you're taking the prior year's information. So we're in 2023. And in tax preparation, you're, we were taking all of the 2022 information and we're reconciling it. So we're saying, okay, here's your income. Here's your deductions. Here's how much taxes you've already paid. And then we compare that to what you owe. Do you owe more or do, or do you get a refund? That's kind of the whole concept as, as of tax preparation. And it is important. I'm not saying it's not important. It is important. But tax planning on the other side is things that you do throughout the year. There's things that you do to get ready for tax preparation. It's to put yourself in a better scenario. What we hear a lot is clients or, or people who come in, they'll get really hung up on tax prep and they all they care about is mm. god it's such a pain in the butt or you know am i getting a refund am i doing this or that but they don't think about all the stuff that goes into it and i think a lot of their times are unaware of it or they have no idea how to do it but this goes into our, our own your retirement planning process where this is something that you can control this is something that you want to take control of 
I I don't want to steal your thunder, but we want to be proactive, not reactive. Ooh. Yeah. Now, yes, Aaron wrote that in the notes, but I did catch on to that. That's a lot about taking control and ownership is, is that proactive versus reactive. Let's go through some of the, the notes that she wrote here. So uh, I just flipped over the back of my piece of paper and it has all my DR2R notes and Josh is trying to sneak a peek. So I got to keep that private for later. <laughs> it's top secret stuff. <laughs> top secret DR2R. Yes. Well, let's start with proactive versus reactive. Please. please. This is something that Aaron put together here. And tax planning is a proactive approach to managing taxes or the tax liability. And instead of just waiting for tax season, you're kind of like you're taking the bull by the horns and it allows you to take steps throughout the year to minimize your taxes that you know are coming. And it may not be just for this year, but it could be for the rest of your life. And especially for retirees, now is a great time to do that. So let me give you some examples of what they may be. Tax loss harvesting. We did a whole thing on on the importance of recognizing gains and watching gains and capital gains inside of taxable accounts. That's something you don't wait till the end of the year. You do it throughout the year. Um, what you're going to do with RMDs, charitable gifting, what you're going to do with Roth conversions, where money is going to come from, all of those things you can be proactive with as opposed to waiting for the 1099 to come out and be like, oh, man. I got to pay so much in taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a thoughtful, proactive approach. Mm-hmm. And it really allows you to focus on minimizing taxes. With a tax planning strategy, it allows you to identify opportunities that you may not have realized just by putting things into TurboTax. With a good plan, as you're looking out 5, 10 years from now, right now, you may not have RMDs. You may not have Social Security. You may just be living off of something. And you, you have a really simple tax return. But by focusing on the long-term approach and looking at where you stand today versus five years from now, it allows you to do some planning and be very, very proactive there. Tax planning can allow you to pay less for Medicare with those IRMA surcharges. Tax planning can allow your Social Security to be tax-free. Tax planning can allow you to take money out of your 401ks and IRAs cheaper. Tax planning can do a whole bunch of things. Tax preparation is all you're doing is taking whatever you did in the prior year and reporting it to the IRS. Let's talk about tax preparation for a little bit. Tax preparation is becoming easier and easier to do, and it's becoming more and more onerous on tax professionals. So if you want to hire a tax professional right now, if you want to hire a CPA to do your tax returns, it's becoming harder and harder to find one. The CPA profession is, I'm not going to say it's a dying profession, but it kind of is a dying profession. There, <laughs> there's The young people are not coming into it. They're not being able to replace the retirees at, in any way, shape, or form. And where they are going into it is they're going into these giant audit companies and these giant finance companies. No one's coming into the individual small practice anymore. So what's happening is is we refer clients out. We are having a hard time trying to refer clients to CPAs unless it's a really complex situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you've got rental properties and if you've got all sorts of different things and you're used to paying a couple thousand dollars to have your taxes prepared, we can find you somebody. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who paid $500 to your local CPA and all of a sudden he's 75, 80 years old and they're not doing it anymore, trying to find somebody else can become really, really mm-hmm. difficult. That's where we're saying, you know, 
TurboTax is a great you know solution. H&R Block for most people is a good solution, but most people's situation is not complex enough where you can't do it yourself. And here's my prediction. Is there a do you have a prediction? But um, <clears throat> Josh predicts the future. Oh yeah, is that good or no? Yeah, okay. I, li- I yeah. like it. All right, that's a good one. Sweet, you really you. like to end things with yeah. I do. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah, man, that's just that's the way I am. I think with AI and the automated intelligence of everything going on right now, that what will happen in the near future, meaning within the next 10 years, you will just get a letter from the IRS that says, here's your income we see, here's your deductions we see, here's the taxes you owe. Mm. There won't be tax preparation for 95% of America. That'd be nice. Yeah. And I mean, it's there. They almost have the technology already. I think tax preparation will actually be going away. Hashtag Josh Tips. Let's go AI. Let's go AI. <laughs> that does let lead back to the tax planning portion of it. When you're trying to hire a professional, a tax professional, where are you going to find value? And the value comes from somebody helping you reduce the things that are taxable. So to be able to find out different scenarios that you may not be able to take advantage of if, you, if the year's already passed. All right, so let's let's talk about some common tax planning tips that people should look for. The first thing you should look at is deductions. Are you maximizing deductions? So what does that mean? If you're still working, do you have your HSA? Are you are you maximizing contributions to your HSA? If you're saving for college, 529 uh, depending on the state you're in can be different. So for example, we're here in the state of Illinois. Federally, 529s are not deductible. But in the state of Illinois, if you use the Illinois 529 plan, you can deduct that on your Illinois return, which, hey, that's a thousand bucks a year in your pocket that is better off than somebody else's pocket. That's a that's a tax planning tip. Where you contribute to. So are you putting money in a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, your 401k? Where you're saving is a tax planning strategy. How you're getting money out is a tax planning strategy. Where are you going to where are you going to take money from this year? You know, when are you going to start Social Security is a tax planning strategy. Your non-qualified accounts. How are you going to get money out without paying capital gains taxes? If you're going to invest in dividend-paying stocks or things that produce income, where are you going to hold those assets? Those are all common income tax planning strategies. I've heard I've heard you talk about these a lot. It sounds like you're in that list you just went over, there's a combination of specific things for when you are retired and when you're still working. Am I right? Or am I mis- no, you're, mishearing you? You are dead right. There's... I know I am. I love when you say that. <laughs> say it again, Josh, slower. You are dead right, oh, yeah, Dave. Okay. That's uh, going to be the trailer. There. <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as you go through life, you have to realize that your life circumstances change and, and the tax rules change. So there are different tax planning strategies for a, when you're young, we have young children. B, as you get older, as you're as you're still working, start trying to retire. And B, when you're a retiree, and even a late stage retiree, if you're not spending as much and you're you know, you're not as traveling and, and doing all the crazy things, there's some other areas that we have to be concerned about. Healthcare, you know, if you're all of a sudden if you're if you're coming up on some major healthcare expenses, so every stage of life you go through has different tax planning strategies sure. that come to play. We talked about a few episodes ago, your your old tagline slash mission statement, text-focused retirement planning. And of course, that is at the core of what you do. 
but it doesn't define you, Josh. It doesn't define Josh and FSR Well Strategies. You know, Dave. Yeah. Someday I always thought, boy, it'd be fun to work with Dave. Yeah, sure. Everyone. I mean, everybody I've ever met said that. Sure. You don't meet many people, but <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I always thought in my mind, no, oh, he's too out there. Like he mm. would never be part of our business. Mm. But truly, you added something when you when you came into our office that was exactly what we needed. And a lot of it has to do with that. You know, as you looked at the bigger picture and as we changed that mission statement, because you are right. I still believe that the tax focused retirement planning is what sets us apart. Why we're different than other people in the industry, but it's not what we believe in. It's not everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And it's just a portion of that ability to own your retirement. Just a small bit. I mean, so, I do appreciate you recognizing what I bring. I bring to the office wrinkly clothes, Occasional bad hygiene. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> you never smell. And no, I don't because I have my Bath and Body Works lotion to cover up every <laughs> every possible odor. Ah, oh, man, this is a this is a good one. It's a feel good one. It is, and it's that who would win? And by the way, this isn't even a competition. Tax planning has beaten the snot out of tax preparation. Now, tax preparation is something that you got to deal with. Tax preparation is like, oh, I sure. got to do it. Sure, but it's not nearly as important. If you can figure out how to do the tax preparation, it doesn't impact you as much as it's a pain in the butt. Mm. It's not fun. But if you can figure out how to do it, it's super easy. Yeah. The tax planning provides real value. It provides a life-changing opportunity to your financial picture. Josh, I have a pretty good analogy too, which I'm going to uh, run this by Aaron. Maybe we can rebrand this later on. But this is essentially Dave versus Josh one-on-one -on -one in the basketball court. Dave is tax planning. Josh is tax preparation. Who would win? <laughs> if you listen to any of our other glory days stories, you know that Dave would win in the so, landslide. Somehow you made taxes yeah. about high school basketball. I can, I can always tie it back to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Okay. Hey, Mr. Josh, let's, let's take, take a break. break. You've been talking for so long, and my ears are sore. Sore, sore Let's sore. not make them snore. <laughs> Listening shouldn't be a chore. Nope. So let's get to know Josh and All David. Right. Watch them rating right. sore. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, what I liked about that, it was one single moi. You've done a moi moi before. This was a single moi. So good. Congratulations. It, it was a big bird. You just, it was a <laughs> long, big bird. I like there. that. That's impressive. Um, you have not been using the pod decks, I think, since like episode 20. So, I mean, they're sitting there. They're pretty. They were not free, by the way. I paid for those without your credit card. Well, that's when uh, you thought you were going to be doing a lot more podcasts with is you know with different people. Yeah, that's true. Then people actually heard me and they're like, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to. Uh, so what you got for me today, Josh? Deep thoughts. Am I going to have to try to pull a card out and read one? I haven't let you pick the question. No. In like a year, probably. There's a little story behind this one for me, so I'm going to read it. Um, it's, it's not the most creative one. It's, it's also not inappropriate. What's the strangest thing you've ever seen in the middle of the road? The strangest thing I've ever yeah. seen in the middle of a road? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's in the middle of the road but I'm going to go with this answer anyways because yeah. I can't think of one for the middle of the road. Sure. But our old house, 
our backyard, I was doing like, I was in my early 20s. I'm doing my own landscaping. like, And they had these big overgrown bushes in the back of the house. And I was like, I'm going to rip these bushes out. We're going to put some nice landscaping in. So and there are these giant green evergreen things. I'm chopping them down. I'm, ri- I mean, I'm dripping of sweat. Mm-hmm. And I finally get like the big overgrowth. And underneath these bushes are like 10 concrete yard gnomes, oh. a yard squirrel, like a, like a concrete squirrel, and a microwave. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this your house or your parents? This is my house, my old house. What? Yeah. And we have saved this squirrel. And I think it's this, this, the gnomes, the gnomes didn't live much longer. Sure. But the squirrel has come with us to the new house because it's such a funny story. And we're like, oh. this bush is, you could have found a dead body under there. It would have fit. But who puts a microwave oh under a bush? Gosh, that's awful. Okay. Is this squirrel out in your yard now? So next time I come over, I can see him? I think he's hidden in the backyard. I think he's kind of tucked away okay. in the back corner there. It's kind of like the uh, the plastic Santa that we used to <laughs> pass around from house to house when we were younger. Oh, that still goes out in my house. Oh, I bet. It sits in my backyard every winter, I and I send a does. picture to Phil and Joanne of it. <laughs> so mine is, mine is not super uh, rare, but uh, you know how – in my family, we love to ridicule our parents. I mean, I think all kids, it's a rite of passage. You just make fun of your parents. And there's stories that we carry with us from young childhood to today. So every time we get together, we're going to Colorado in, ju- in June. Yeah. We will tell a story. But we were... <laughs> I love when your sister sit around and <laughs> oh, tell yeah. stories. Oh, it's the best. I'm going to say I was probably late elementary school, early middle school. And we were in Door County. That was our annual trip up to Door County. We were driving on the road at night, and we came across... Um, a deer that had just been hit, right? And so he was okay. already deceased and everything. And me and my sisters were just distraught because we had never seen this before. We were just distraught. And my mom, Bex, in true Bex fashion, goes, they're overpopulated anyway, and just kept on driving. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine me and Julie cried the whole way home saying how dare you say something like that and so to this day you know we'll say something like hey ma you see a dead human on the road or are humans overpopulated now like you know do you have a heart now (laughs) so yes while not super rare it still has a very funny memory from when we were kids (laughs) but (laughs) yeah that's good old bex does that surprise you at all um no but i am starting to realize as a parent Things come out of your mouth that you realize are going to come back later <laughs> yeah, on you. Totally. So that may have been one of those for her. Oh, without a doubt. So, yeah. I feel like we're. Yeah. Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. Thank you for that. See talking. the yeah at the end. Yeah, I mean, nice. I was kind of like I knew it was coming. Yeah, you did. Now, yeah, sure. I've been running around the office this morning. I had a yeah. client come in all of a sudden. Sure. And every time I come in, you've been frantically working on something. I think this is it. So I'm dying to hear what this DR2R is. I, no, no, no. That Don't build it up that much because it's not going to live, live up to your expectations. This is not what I've been frantically doing. I did this right before we started recording. But uh, dear retiree, soon-to-be retiree, as I always say, I can relate to you on a deep level with this. I look at this as reactive versus proactive. Anybody, again, that knows me or has heard this podcast would say I'm categorically reactive would you agree i would say you're generally a reactive person but you do think proactively well 
in my work life, I'm more proactive. In my personal life and responsibility Oh, yeah, personal life, life you are so reactive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. things such as uh, Josh and my buddies, Dave, hey, we're going out for dinner. You got your wallet on you? Oh, I didn't plan for my wallet or, you know. Uh, if you are proactive in that, I'll be really upset. I, you'll be, I know. Or Dave, hey, you need to um, you need to uh, register Landon for school next year. Have you guys done that? Oh, well, no, no, we'll get to it. Or, or uh, Dave, have you washed your clothes lately and you're wearing fresh skibbies? Or, yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't plan for that either. So, but where I am, proactive friends, where I will never let anybody down is when I am at a gathering or at a party, I am always the go-to to order pizza. People always come to me and say, Dave, how many pizzas would should, should we order? And this has happened a dozen or more times throughout my life. And while that may seem reactive on the face, when I walk into a room, any room, at any given moment, any time in my life, I am planning for how much pizza I should order. I walked into the, <laughs> o- I walked into the office today. I said, there's eight of us here. Okay, I'm going to need two large pizzas from Mama Maria's. I always know. So I am always proactively seeking what pizza to order. Moral of the story, you got to order pizza, give me a call. I wish you all could see what's inside my brain right now. Yeah, I kind of want to know. I'm glad I built that one up. Yeah, um, <laughs> so. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Proactive um, pizza guy here. Well, first off. Sure. <laughs> you are right. We do go to for pizza decisions. Always. On the who would win category, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it really ties into tax planning versus tax preparation. Oh, no. I was going reactive versus proactive. Is that what it was? Yes, that's what I was saying. The importance. Yeah. And so, okay, if I – okay, let me let me wrap a bow around this because that's a phrase you had struggled, you struggled with last podcast. Was oh, a bow. Kind of, tie a bow around yeah, it? Yeah, tie a bow around yeah. it. Yeah, something like that. Um, you may be reactive in all their sorts of life, but when it comes to your taxes and your money, be proactive just like I am with ordering pizza. How about that? I got you, didn't I? You're you're emotional right now. You are struggling for words. I can see it. I think what you say makes sense. But <laughs> I think when we got, talk about the importance of proactive versus reactive, mm-hmm. being proactive is important. Yeah. And that would make sense where tax planning being proactive is way more valuable than tax preparation being reactive. Sure. But I will also say that I made a point to say that tax preparation is really kind of a pain in the butt, but it's relatively easy to do. And well, ordering pizza is a pain in the butt because you got to make a lot of people happy and no one's ever happy all the way through. And it's a pain in the butt, but it's not that hard to pick up the phone and say, hey, Mama Maria, send me two large cheeses. And we disagree. Where I actually think the importance would play into getting your kid registered for school and washing your underwear and, you know, (laughs) things along those lines. Some would argue that those animals in the wild would be more dominating (laughs) than the proactive net needs to order pizza. But we can agree to disagree. We can. Yeah, we can. But I hope everyone can agree that tax planning provides way more value to retirees and soon to be retirees than tax preparation. Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to let you take, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you this win here today, Josh. This is all yours. Who would win Josh versus Dave? Well, ultimate battle today. It was not very ultimate. Josh kicked my butt. (laughs) 
That's a, you know, this is good. I like these who would win. I think it's um, – you know what? I'm thinking I might actually write and illustrate a book for our listeners about this episode. I'll Ooh. make our own who would win book for tax prep versus tax planning. I'd like to see how tax planning is illustrated versus tax preparation. <laughs> I'll have special guest Alex Gretel to um, explain the differences in kid terms, and I'll illustrate it out. That's awesome. <laughs> and we'll, That's and we'll, awesome. We'll give them out at the client events coming up here. So, all righty, Josh, what's uh, what's uh, what's in store here for this is uh, for next episode? Well, the next episode, I wanted to talk a little bit more about some of the things you should look for in hiring the right advisor. If you're going to truly own your retirement, what should you be looking for? What shouldn't you be looking for? Um, a little bit of a who would, who would win theory, but we've talked about a lot of really in-depth topics in the last couple months. If you were looking for help, I wanted to put out there some of the things that you should be asking, some of the things that you should be looking for. And I think our next topic will be kind of a a proactive, if you will, approach to hiring the right person to help you if, that, if that's what you should choose to do in your life. All right. Who would win? I thought we were going to wrap up at around 20 minutes, and we, uh, we clearly did not. We so, did not. I no. think that has to do with uh, the random stories at the end. The right? random stories and the epic who uh, DR2R. Epic. So, yeah. So I did get a message from my dad really quick, and he said he is disheartened that we have dropped the bye, even though we kind of started doing it. He said, however, change is not always bad. He's very prophetic, my dad. He's just a wise man. So Prophetic? Prophetic. Is he okay? Isn't that, doesn't that mean like he's very profound and like... I have no idea. He speaks prophecies. You know who's not prophetic? Who? This guy. Yeah, that's true. Um, so until we figure out what to say, uh, we're going to just kind of go with... <gasps> Bye! That ended longer than I thought it was going to. It happens. We have fun. Hashtag tax nerd.